Can the mainstream media come up with a COVID story, a climate change story, and a story about black people every single day for every day in 2022? I don't know. We'll find out coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. Well, we started a new year. It's uh, January 1st. I did not stay up for New Year's or do anything. I think I woke up at about 1.30 a.m. to go pee, but probably doesn't count. I did watch a video of the fireworks display they did in London, and they had something, I don't know, lasers or what, but it was like a... They had like a 3D thing floating in the air, you know, like, I think, you know, they could make it say words or whatever, but it was, it was 3D and it was bigger than the fireworks. So I don't know. I want to, I want to find out what that thing was or else I was like special effects added later. I don't think so, but basically this, you know, we may, we may have fireworks without fireworks here at some point. You just buy some machine that creates a giant picture in the sky. And you might go check that out. Um, but I think I want to do a little bit of a, you know, anti-woke, wokeness review, end-of-the-year review. And the first thing I say is we are a lot less woke, America. America and everyone else is a lot less woke than they were, I think, a year ago. Someone else was mentioning, but it kind of, doesn't it kind of feel like uh, from the beginning of COVID... To today, I mean, today is not the end of whatever, but it kind of feels like one long year. So even though this isn't the end, I think I'm gonna. This is gonna be going from. I guess I'll talk about you know from March 2020 till uh, the end of 2021, and we're a lot less woke. I mean, I just listened to NPR this morning. I've been listening to them more. I mean, they're still woke. They still annoy me, but I've been listening to them anyways. And what's the show I listen to? Right, it's called Up First. They just condense morning edition, their morning show, down to like a 15-minute thing. And maybe because it's December 1st, they felt like they had to be a little more woke. Actually, I'm wrong, but I listened to the PBS NewsHour also. So I was going to say they got in the three woke things that people like to talk about, or woke people like to hear about, which is uh, race, COVID, and climate change. But in fact, the race thing was from PBS NewsHour, so... Whatever. To start off the new year, they only got in, uh, you know, COVID and climate change. You know, the COVID segment was, I don't know. It wasn't, it was just an update. You know, it's the same thing as they do every day. Pretty much every day you get a COVID update from NPR and uh, whatever. They just try and fit in as many um, times as possible of saying uh, unvaccinated and not wearing your masks. And of course, they never ever mentioned that uh, blacks, Hispanics, and young people are a huge proportion of the unvaccinated. They just, you know, they they've primed. You know, every listener except for me has their brain primed that if you if you hear unvaccinated, you think Trump supporter. You don't think black person. But you know, so you know, they they they've primed the well, so they don't have to. They don't really have to lie anymore. You just say unvaccinated, and you know you've gotten your hatred of Trump supporters across. And then they were using the fires in Denver, I guess, to bring up climate change. I mean, they don't need any event to bring it up. But if you get an event, you know, they, don't, they wouldn't pass it up. And I should have mentioned, I'm not a Trump supporter. I'm not a climate change denier. But whatever. I just noticed when people are woke. I just noticed when they put their thumb on the scale, 
I mean, you know, they sit their butt on the scale as hard as they possibly can for certain things. And so I guess kind of the way they were talking about this Denver fire, it was like a grass fire. I guess, you know, Denver, I think it's flat. I don't know. They're in the mountains, but I think it's a flat area. And apparently they got, I don't know, what are, uh, prairies? I guess they got prairies around there or something. And I think they're, they had a drought this year. And so the grass, a bunch of dry grass, even though it's the middle of winter, and then someone described it like this, and I liked it. It said, hurricane force winds came in. So they had wind, wind gusts up to 110 miles an hour. And I think just crazy winds overall for like maybe three hours. And, you know, it's, 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 it's unfortunate. But the way that like overhead power lines, you know, you know just power lines, um, work is that they get knocked down and create a spark at the exact wrong time, which is the wind, you know, maybe it knocks a tree onto the power lines, which creates a spark. And then now you got a spark going at the exact same time that it's super duper windy. And so, you know, maybe they talked about this thing for five minutes and they spent, well, basically there was two halves of the program, one of which was blaming stuff on climate change. And the other half was blaming it on, uh, the Wildland Urban Interface, the WUI, W-I. And if they were anti-woke, you know, maybe they would have led with the, uh, how the Wildland Urban Interface, basically, you just build a bunch of houses next to the forest or whatever, nature, and it causes problems because when nature catches on fire, there isn't roads inside of nature to stop it. So it spreads like crazy. There's no way to stop it. It spreads like crazy other than you bring airplanes in and drop it from above drop a fire retardant from above and then also this issue of high winds making power lines cause fires right that's a lot of the a lot of the fires in california you hear about are caused from that reason so anyways if you're anti-woke you might lead with that stuff because i think that's actually more relevant at least in this case you know climate change may be relevant to it may be a little bit relevant to almost every single thing in the universe but it isn't always the most relevant thing to each incident. But anyway, so they they go they go with two and a half minutes of climate change and then two and a half minutes of wildland urban interface information. And it's like, did you know, did climate change cause 110 mile an hour gusts on that day? Like, you know, you know, you know, A causes B. A is climate change, B is 110 mile an hour gusts. I mean, the answer is you can't, no one knows. You know, if anyone says they do know, they're lying. The truth is no one knows exactly what little thing is caused by climate change in general. So, you know, the first couple of minutes of the, pro, of the program is they're just like, they get some scientist on there who says, you know, climate change is going to cause all sorts of stuff, right? And she never says it caused this thing. But they just, they just, they word it, they edit it, they cut it up. And, you know, feed it to their listeners like a baby, you know, like a bird, like eats something and uh, vomits it up into the mouth of the baby bird. Well, NPR is the mama bird. The vomit is information about climate change. And the baby bird is uh, NPR listeners who just have Trump derangement syndrome and just, you know, whatever. They're whacking off to a little bit more uh, stuff that confirms their prior beliefs. But anyways, they just, you know, they, they edit it so that this lady is like, yeah, climate change is going to cause a lot of things. And it makes it sound like it caused this specific incident. 
exactly, you know, this specific incident was caused by climate change. You know, and if you stop, you know, that's halfway through the segment. If you stop there, you wouldn't even think there was anything else to it. And then they tell you about the wildland urban interface. So anyways, I think that's, you know, that's what the woke lion ass media, uh, I think that's what we got going for us for the next year, that kind of stuff. And this isn't exactly fair to this one 15 minute episode of news created by NPR. But so the race thing that I heard this morning was from PBS NewsHour, which is PBS and NPR, like they're the same, you know, it's the radio and the TV versions of the same type of uh, woke media. And so they had a segment on um, can quilts be considered art? Or, you know, basically, now, quilts can be considered art. In the old days, you know, Neanderthals, uh, they didn't think quilts were art. But now we're all super woke and superior, and now we understand that quilts are art. You can hang them on your wall. And so they're talking about some guy who uh, became a photographer who takes picture of quilts, you know, and he's getting some notice. And, like, the first thing I say is, like, you know, he's, he was looking for something to do after playing basketball in college. And really, I mean, you know, that should, right there, that should be uh, <laughs> proof. The proof is in the pudding that this guy is black. But I guess I'm just not racist enough because I'm like, well, I'm, you know, whatever. White people and black people play play uh, college and high school, or ba- basketball in college. And then they talked longer and they're interviewing this guy. He did not have a black scent. Uh, I'm like, you know, so I still didn't know, whatever. And then they said something like, you know, some famous museum... Uh, decided to do a presentation on the artistry of quilts. And this guy, even though he's only been doing it for a year or a year and a half or something, he was included in this world-famous museum's presentation. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, black guy. I mean, you know, I hate to say it, but I mean, this, this, this is, I don't know, I don't think I've ever been wrong on this. But anytime you listen to the woke media... And they're like, oh, someone is so phenomenal. They've barely been doing anything, and they've rocketed to the top of their uh, whatever. Like, oh, black person. Anyways, and yes, he was black, and he's looking at, I don't know, he's fighting white supremacy with his pictures of quilts or something. Something that, you know, the woke white Karens would just be eating up while they listen to it. But so, yeah, we're heading into a new year. You know, the woke media, stuff they're going to be talking about. I mean, obviously, it's going to be COVID. You know, they like to talk about COVID. I mean, largely, they like to talk about COVID because it it scratches the Trump derangement syndrome itch, right? You like, even though Trump has come out multiple times and said that the vaccine is wonderful, he created it personally, and it's a wonderful thing. Uh, whatever, the media still associates uh, anti-vax and not wanting to wear a mask with Trump, so they love to talk about COVID for that reason. I think same thing goes along with climate change. You know, if you hate Trump supporters, then you really love talking about climate change. And then, of course, race. You know, uh, I mean, NPR listeners and PBS viewers, I don't think they... I don't think there's an upper limit to the amount that they like to be told that they're racist. I mean, you know, the people who watch and listen to those media outlets are all white people and older and they are just insatiable for hearing that, not really them, that America's racist. You know, that's the thing. They love to hear about racism in America because it makes them feel special. 
Like, I mean, just imagine if you're... So first off, Ameri you know, I should mention, America is the least racist country on the planet. But imagine you're just a normal, non-racist person in America, a white person, um, which is every white person, you know, almost virtually every white person in America is just a normal white person who's not racist, and they're an American. But if a respected media outlet will tell you that every other white person in America is racist, I mean, that makes you special. I mean, you are special as hell. You're the only non-racist white person in the entire country. I mean, talk about an ego boost. I mean, that's better than, like, thinking you're going to heaven when you die. I mean, this is like, like right now, you are, you know, like I always say, you're Rosa Parks, you're Hugo Chavez, you're Gandhi, you're everything put together. You're the only white person in, who's not racist in America. Wow, you're special. And, of course, you know, they never... I mean, basically, that you know, that's the end of the thought process. They wake up to NPR. NPR tells them that they're special because they're not racist and everyone else is racist. They don't think any further. They don't go, well, you know, my entire family's not racist. All my friends are not racist. In fact, I've never met a racist person in my entire life. Or, you know, or if they're old, they're like, I haven't heard anyone say something racist for 50 years. Anyways, they don't put those two and two together. They're just like, I am special. Well, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens going forward here in 2022. Like when Biden won, that really lowered the temperature on the Trump derangement syndrome stuff. I mean, they got these they got these other things, you know, like like I say, COVID and climate change. I'm sure there's a few other things that are whatever that help you scratch your Trump derangement syndrome itch. And then race. I mean, race is not going away entirely. I mean, people still like to think of themselves as being special when they're completely ordinary. But I guess here's the point. We got three more years of not Trump. So it's going to be interesting to see how long they can keep this, whatever, stuff going as far as the TDS. And the racial reckoning, I mean, you know, it's kind of like Me Too. Like Me Too. Everything was going to change. Everything's going to be different. I told this before, but I had a buddy. He's like, dude, everything's going to be different because of me too. And I was like, no, it's not. And then a year later, I was like, dude, you were right. Everything is different because of me too. You know, women are whatever. But now, since we've been through like COVID and the racial reckoning, um, I think, you know, me too. It doesn't register. In fact, we have gone back. Everything has gone back to the way it was before. Well, that's not true, but I mean... There was a certain amount of change, but the world has not been turned upside down, and now the world is no longer changing. You got a certain amount of change out of it, and then, whatever, status quo, a new status quo, but, but status quo ever since. And the racial reckoning, I mean, basically it's the same thing with the racial reckoning, except for maybe even less of a change in the status quo. I mean, it ended... I don't know, maybe January 6th. Jan people, after Jan January 6th happened and people said, I mean, they didn't say. That if only if only they could have been so self-aware. They'd be like, you know what? I don't care about that racial reckoning thing anymore. That's not working so good. I don't like hearing about riots when I'm trying to support black people. Uh, I, don't, I don't like to hear about white people rioting when I'm trying to support black people. So I'm just going to think about January 6th. I should mention the PBS NewsHour did mention January sixth. I think we're getting I mean, we're getting a little bit farther away from it. it. Needs to be more than a year, you know. It needs to be more than a year past. So we need January seventh, twenty twenty two. You know, people are not going to realize. Oh yeah, there's five hundred riots on the left and one on the right, but they're going to stop. They're going to talk about it less. I mean, they're already talking about it less. 
But yeah, the racial reckoning. Uh, I think January 6th, we'll call that. That's a good date. That's a good date. That was the end of the racial reckoning. And I think the end result is absolutely zero change other than, as I've mentioned, Black Lives Matter and the racial reckoning. Whatever. Made black people start murdering each other like way, way, way more than they have been before. So, you know, there's many, many thousands of black people murdered, you know, black people paralyzed, shot, toddlers shot, toddlers paralyzed. Uh, I think, I think that's really the only, uh, you know, black wealth destroyed. I think that's really the only result of that. No wonder people don't want to talk about it anymore. You put a little black square on Facebook, uh, you help destroy black wealth and get toddlers shot. We'll see what happens. Like, I'm waiting. I don't know. Boy, I hate to say it. I'm kind of... Like, I'm not, I don't cause things. I do not cause things by being interested in them happening. Like, you know, I'm interested in having a million dollars fall out of the sky and uh, land right in front of me, and I'll start spending it. But I don't cause that million dollars to fall out of the sky. But so I, I will be interested to see if we can get another uh, George Floyd thing going on. Like, what, what will America do if we get another George Floyd? You know, like a video that's traumatic to watch. Uh, that'll be interesting. I mean, it's it's coming. It must be coming, right? I mean, I don't know. It's either coming or cops are just going to completely write off all the black neighborhoods while they go to hell. I mean, it's basically your two options. Okay, that's the anti-woke stuff. Uh, what else? What else happened last year? Um, cryptocurrency. You're not hearing as much about it anymore. Like, I think it shot through the roof early 2021 in value, and uh, it's kind of stabilized now. So we're not hearing crypto so much anymore. Like you know the the lockdowns was that were the airplane companies and the um, you know like Hertz and Avis are they going to go out of business Marriott uh, no I think they're all doing fine now people thought something crazy would happen to them uh, they're doing fine I think retail stores are actually doing okay you know I thought everyone was going to start buying stuff on Amazon but people are still buying stuff in the store. Used cars are expensive, but I think they're coming down. I think we're getting over that. Lumber got crazy expensive, but that's come down. We did get a ton of immigrants. Um, maybe that's going to start. That may have already started going down, but I'm not sure on that. So we did get a ton of immigrants, uh, illegal immigrants. So that's something to keep an eye on, whichever side you fall on. You can be like, yay, we got a ton, and we're going to get a ton more. You know, and these things are not caused by, I don't, in my opinion, they are not caused by climate change. But we're definitely going to get some interesting uh, weather events like that Those hur- that hurricane. Was a hurricane went, hurricane? No, tornado. That tornado that went like 200 miles through uh, Kentucky. It was like a half mile wide or something. And whatever, that was insane. So I'm sure we'll be getting more, I don't know, maybe climate change is kind of fun. Like, you know, I don't live in Kentucky, but for... A few days, I enjoyed uh, reading news articles about uh, how a tornado ripped through there. I felt bad for the people who died. I felt good when, you know, the neighbors, like, got together and helped people. That was a good story. And, man, some of the pictures of that were crazy. Well, anyways, Happy New Year. Oh, and one more thing. Um, restaurants. I mean, what's going to happen to them? Uh, like, I have a buddy. He, you know, he ate out... Every single meal. Every single meal he eats, he eats from a restaurant. But then COVID, he had to, like, cook for himself. Uh, 
you know, people who worked at restaurants, went on unemployment. I mean, I don't know. The answer is, I don't know. But I think I definitely am going to be keeping an eye on uh, restaurants in America. See what happens there, too. Twitter handle, at Religion of Woke, and thanks for listening.